It's time to watch the right wing in Arizona with Arizona Right Wing Watch. What? Yep, you got your own personal introduction now. <laughs> that was sick. Yep. Yes, this is another episode of Watching the Right Wing in Arizona with Arizona Right Wing Watch. And uh, yeah, she's, she, she's here. It's <laughs> yeah. Haley, aka Arizona Right Wing Watch. And you probably know who I am because I'm Mike Rains, aka Booker in Politics. Everyone here has double names. It's crazy that way. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, we we got Frosty to crank out an intro for this uh, show, so he's a he's a good egg. He said he would have it done soon, and it was done. So everything's Thanks, great. Frosty. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, Carrie Lake did things. That's probably going to be the lead into our opening segment a lot of the time here <laughs> in Arizona, Arizona land. So, what's the latest of Carrie Lake? Probably losing in court and doing and or doing other dumb shit. Yeah, it's been like like two weeks since we last talked so there's so much you know it's like she's she loses she 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 files an appeal she loses again it's just like the never-ending cycle so uh since last we spoke she did actually lose again (laughs) she lost last monday her um superior court uh case it was really funny it lasted like two days um and they the the whole like point of their case was supposed to prove that um what do you call it signatures weren't checked like they didn't check the signatures of the mail-in ballots and like her star witness day one just like went on for like an hour about the intricate process that it they take um you know checking the mail-in ballot signatures so her star witness kind of blew the the case for them not that they were gonna win anyway because they're not gonna win (laughs) and they had set the bar at basically she had to prove that no verification was done that they were just letting anyone's yeah just like swiping it just like right yeah just not not even checking because uh, that was in 2000 mules i remember uh catherine of of team mule basically doing this thing where she was she just said oh they've they've destroyed uh, uh signature verification to the point where it's basically useless they have to just pretend that there is no uh, signature signature verification anymore and it's all all voting willy-nilly which if you're actually in the weeds on this shit and you actually follow elections, you know, is absolutely not true because the Nevada Senate race that was incredibly close, the culinary union in Nevada, which is a union, so it's pro dem, they were like all over social media and they were getting, they were like finding volunteers and they literally had lists of people whose ballots had been rejected due to improper signature match. And they were saying, if you know this person, get in touch with them, have them fix their ballot. They have 72 hours to correct it and have their vote counted. And they were like freaking out. They were posting these updates. Like we got 750 more ballots like cured and certified and going to be put on the voter rolls. Like This is a thing when you're actually in the ground game and you're fighting to the nail, you like, Getting rejected ballots due to signature mismatch is like imperative. Like you're, you get these razor thin elections where every vote counts. You're working on this stuff. You're not 
sitting around going like, oh, it doesn't matter. Just stuff it in the ballot box. They don't check the signatures. It's all good. You can just scribble whatever you want. No one, no one looks, no one, it's like, no, they do. The people had to, I I was actually like trying to help. I was um, in chat rooms and they had like three or 4,000 names on a list of people that they wanted to get their ballots fixed. So this is not uh, not based in reality in any way, shape, or form. Where it's like, oh no, they just none of these states actually care whose votes. They're all hopelessly corrupt, which again is hilarious for Arizona because before before uh, twenty sixteen, Arizona everywhere was Republicans. Now the Democrats are slowly winning statewide elections, but. The state Congress is still heavily Republican, and as uh, people have been posting online, aggressively pilled. Like the Arizona, <laughs> the Arizona state legislature, way more pilled than your reg- regular legislature. They're um, they're they're there. They're I recently saw someone say it was the the most online state caucus, and I thought that was so funny and true. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, after Carrie lost, the next day she like called for like she was gonna have a rally, um, and it was like, oh, she's gonna since she lost, she's gonna finally announce something, U.S. Senate or whatever. Uh, she didn't announce shit. She, <laughs> she uh, well, she did announce like a ballot chasing campaign. She's like, okay, now we're gonna do a ballot chasing campaign, and it's like. Uh, lady, that that was supposed to happen before the election. Um, so I don't know what the hell they're doing. They're like, oh, I guess next time around we should probably like actually do mail-in ballots because you know that's how the majority of the state fucking votes, and we should probably use that next time around. Either that or like I don't know. They're talking about ballot harvesting, which would be hilarious. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw Trump talk about that and just his whiny, desperate effort to make it make it to sound like it's legitimate. He's just like, look, ballot harvesting is bad, but the states allow you to do it. So we have to do it. So we're going to do the bad thing, but we're going to do it the right way and defeat the evil Democrats who do the bad thing the bad way. So just like get on board of operation ballot harvest yeah uh that'll be funny if they do that illegally <laughs> it, it it is really incredible how bad at politics these people are when you, if you are running for an office you should tell people to vote any way they want you don't tell people do not vote one way vote a different way Especially when the way you want them to vote is time sensitive. The whole idea of showing up on election day and pulling the lever. It's like the founding fathers didn't think that Tuesdays were going to be any different than any other day. The weekend wasn't really a thing. Sunday was the Lord's Day, so they avoided doing shit on Sundays because they didn't want to upset Yahweh. But the rest of the week was just sort of like squiggle, 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 huggle, wuggle. It really didn't matter. But now, in modern times, Tuesdays kind of suck. There's never a Monday holiday on a Tuesday because it's a Tuesday. People got to work. People got to do stuff. And if you're just busy on that day and then don't vote, now you don't have a vote. When you could have mailed in your ballot a month ago and it would have been in. But 
The person you wanted to vote for told you, don't mail it in. Mailing in is bad. Don't do that. Wait until election day. And then hopefully you can make it to the polls in time. And it's, I, I just, my God. Uh, and, and then the Republicans were like deeply offended. How did Biden get all these mail-in votes? Because your guy told them not to mail in their vote. That's how. <laughs> Fucking... Your guy was like, "Don't do not use an a- an avenue in which with which to cast your ballot. Deny yourself access to the ballot in this way." I am smart and a very good politician. Yeah, good shit. Yeah, but anyway, then last night, Carrie had another rally because <laughs> she's she's addicted to the attention. I think that's it. She was on TV for so long as like an anchor. And she just is like kind of addicted to the attention. She's like, I need to have rallies constantly. Um, <laughs> so she had one last night in Scottsdale, which is like the snobby area of Arizona, uh, with Tom Homan, the former ICE director under Trump. Um, and uh, it was again just like, what is the point of this fucking rally? She did not announce anything. Uh, like she's she didn't announce running for anything. People keep speculating she's either going to run for U.S. Senate or like she's going to be Trump's VP pick. So we'll see. But she was talking shit about like the U.S. Senate candidates at the event, like the the ones that are going to. She was talking shit about Cinema, and then Ruben Gallego, who is also going to run. Um, but it, it's it's like. So she could be running for Senate, but also like she's really homies with uh, Mark Lamb, who is running uh, in the Republican seat uh, or spot for that. The Republican primary. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I I was kind of thinking maybe she's just kind of like doing him a favor by talking shit about his opponents a little bit um, and could still be the VP pick. I don't know. I I think she's going to be the VP pick. You know, she's such an ass kisser. She announced last night. She, she's coming out with a song. She's coming out with a song called 80 million votes. My ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I, I, I saw something in a rally where she was like talking shit about our foreign aid to Ukraine and how it's ridiculous. Yeah. That was last night. Right. And I'm I'm just sitting there. Why are you a failed gubernatorial candidate talking about U.S. foreign policy? You you don't have a leg to stand on. That's not your world. You were a news anchor. You were a TV lady. And then you just jumped <laughs> on right wing grifter world and lost an election where your opponent's campaign was literally, quote, let Lake lose. Just the more people see of you, the more repellent you are just she's been wearing like the governor jacket or she's like been she like filmed some shit at the border and she was wearing like the governor jacket and it's like lady who are you juan guido you know <laughs> what what is the governor jacket like it says like governor on it like like as if she's the governor oh my god i i oh that i've I've never even heard of such an accoutrement. So I mean, that... it's not like a. I don't think Katie Hobbs would ever wear such a thing. You know, she wears like pantsuits. But <laughs> Carrie Lake's like, here's my governor jacket. You know, like her Letterman type <laughs> sweater. She, she's fucking larping as the governor. Yeah, it's is... really funny. It's like she kind of just goes around pretending she's the governor and like makes statements. Says like, here's my official statement from the desk of Carrie Lake. Like, who cares? 
from the desk of the loser in the last election. Oh my god, just I... um yeah. But you know who was at her rally last night? Oh, I I'm going to guess it's our boy the Q shaman. It was. He was back. He's 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 added he's added He wasn't in jail anymore. He was currently in a halfway house in Phoenix, but he's out. He got out last week. Yeah, so yeah, our boy the uh, the Q shaman is now a free man. He has served his uh, sentence in the eyes of the law, and I know there were a lot of people that were thinking that now maybe he'll see the error of his ways and all that good stuff. Uh, no, not so much. No, I think no. it's like the opposite. Nope, du- <laughs> doubling down real hard on this shit. So he's uh, like, oh my goodness, he has a he launched a web like literally he was like released. Did an OAN interview uh, and like launched a website that has all this. He's giving like consultations, which is like, what are you, what are you, what are you consulting? Yeah, I was, I was about to ask, what is he consulting on? Um, well, you know, his like, he's leaning into the shaman thing. He's like, oh, I'm going to give you my shamanistic insights. He's like, my name is. My shaman name is Yellowstone Wolf, and you'll get my insights kind of shit. He, uh, yeah, so there's that. And then, like, he's got this podcast that he kind of tried to do while in prison. Uh, like, he had a few episodes where he would, like, call every 15 minutes to his buddy who was still f- recording on the Phoenix Capitol lawn. And, uh, yeah, like, the next day after he was released, he was back on the Capitol lawn <laughs> recording his podcast. Um, he's not doing, like, the buffalo horns right now. He's do- When he was on the Capitol lawn, he was in a offensive, like, Native American headdress, uh, but, like, a red, white, and blue one. And then um, his kind of rebrand, instead of, like, Q Shaman or anything like that, is um the america's shaman so he's been like appearing like at the carry lake rally and like on all the news segments like local media has been interviewing him like crazy um in like this like white suit with like a american flag tie and like an american flag bandana and he's kind of doing like this self-help kind of spiritual like consultation grift now and also selling like really goofy merch um he's got like yoga pants with his screaming face on it and like a yoga mat that matches <laughs> oh yeah I, I saw the screaming face yoga pants which was and, and the other leg is the american flag yeah so, yeah one leg flag one leg me screaming um he's selling like it's like a cartoon of him as a muffin and it says didn't do muffin oh god yeah there's also like a like a, a dress and it's like the the flare like the the skirt part is like yeah his screaming face and then the top you can get it in like a heart with him in it yeah it's really like cool shit you know shit that i definitely want um <laughs> So, yeah, uh, everyone, if you were thinking of donating to Haley's Patreon, do not just buy her Q Q Shaman shit. Oh, my God. She wants leggings, floor mats, coffee mugs, all of it. That's the aesthetic she's reaching for. That's the goal. It's the dream she wishes to attain. Yeah, he's got, like, 
a mug and it's like the Shurjan meme, but it says Shurjan six and she's got the horns. I want that one. I don't even know what Shurjan is. You know, the shirt, like the Brady Bunch meme, like Shurjan. Oh, okay. Oh, Shurjan. I get it. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you were brain rotted. No, no, no. Uh, I, I, I no, I, I was thinking like sturgeon. I was thinking like the fish. Oh no, like sure, Jan. Like yeah. sure, now, Jan. Yeah, yep. Now I, now I understand. Now also, I understand. you can get his uh, mug shot, like autographed. Um, he's selling photos of that. He was actually so the day after he got back, he also appeared at like a church event. Um, Baby Q was also there yelling at him for some reason. <laughs> Uh, Austin uh, Steinbart. Yeah, well, I'm well aware who Baby Q was. Yeah, I'm just wondering for like, the audience. For the audience. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for, first episode ever. So, it, uh, so if, if you don't know who Baby Q is, uh, he is a ultra grifter bag of shit <laughs> who has these ridiculous nonsensical theories that he tries to promote about himself. That he is Q in the future, sending messages back to himself in the past. And uh, one of the more interesting things that this guy did was when he first started his grift, he DM'd me. I think he DM'd Frederick Brennan. I know he DM'd Mike Rothschild. And he sent us all a bunch of photographs of him in like classified areas of lots of computers around him. <laughs> this guy to rocks. Make, to make himself seem important and relevant and meaningful. Yeah. So that because he was like, I'm gonna show all these debunkers that I'm legit, so they'll give me gravitas. It's like, no, I don't. You're a weird crank who wants attention. I do not care about you at all. At all. Good day, sir. I, I said good day. <laughs> I mean, just yeah, so maybe Q, and the funniest thing about all of this stuff is that the Q shaman, after he got arrested for his actions on January 6th, QAnon disowned that man immediately. He was Antifa, Deep State, George Soros funded. He was all kinds of awful and bad. And once, um, and and there was some photos of him with baby Q hanging out and they hate Steinbart because his LARP is so aggressive. It threatens to ruin the whole game. Cause again, Steinbart's claiming to actually be Q time traveling Q. <laughs> so all the QAnon people hate his act. So when they found a photo of, uh, the shaman with baby Q, they were like, look, look at these Soros funded deep state shills and infiltrators got him cold on the evidence now. So, yeah. So they, they don't like the guy. And the, and it's just so funny that, so the Q shaman was known as a guy in the community. He did things, people knew him. Then he did January 6th. So he became a bad guy. Then Tarker Carlson does some videos where the Q shaman is, uh, um, like showing hey, everybody we should leave now. Trump says we should all go. And so they did all of this stuff. And when they did all this stuff, suddenly the Q shaman became a good guy again for like his entire time in jail. He was deep state Antifa, but then Tucker shows a couple of videos. They're like, Oh, the Q shaman got railroaded. Oh, what a, what a miscarriage of justice this was that poor, that poor man. He was an innocent little Anon who got tricked by the deep state and they framed him for crimes. And it's like, no, they didn't frame him for crimes. He he did the crimes, the, the the crimes we caught him on video doing. When he stood in the well of the Senate and got photographed by everybody, that is a crime. So, yes. Um, yeah. I know. I was kind of like 
not funny, but it was just like listening to the Carrie Lake rally last night because the kind of the point of it was like it was like a border theme, I guess, because Tom Homan was there. Um, and it was just like she's like every uh uh. Let me check. So what were they doing no. at the lake thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, they were just like uh, it, it was just like uh. The point of the event was kind of like um, anti-border, or not anti-border. It was just like a a border theme event because like Tom Homan was there, uh, right. so she was like just nonstop just talking shit about refugees and migrants and just calling them criminals and you know doing the whole bit. And then it's like, and anyway, here's Jacob Chansley in the crowd. Everybody clap, <laughs> you know. um just yeah but yeah local media has also been kind of like even though he's like clearly he's like he got an agent he has an agent right now uh because he's just kind of leaning into this like i'm doing the shaman shtick as my whole career now right oh yeah hey lean into the grift sir lean into the grift (laughs) yeah i know but it's so annoying when you see like local media just like anyway here's his website if you want to hire him for consultations like what are you doing (laughs) he's not consulting on anything i know all he's gonna do is align your chakras and steal your money yeah uh, he's just gonna babble at you for a long time and, and Um, and then take your money Yes, definitely take your money. It it it's all you have to pay a lot. All this crap that he's selling is expensive. <laughs> but anyway, he's back. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we had a con- we had a rally or a convention or a meeting with an acronym that um, let's just say is bullshit, and that these people know what they're doing. And I will not play by their games. So about that meeting and all the fun and frivolity that came from it, I will uh, let you lead the way unless you want me to talk about the acronym instead. Um. Okay. Yeah. So this has, it's kind of like the event was whatever. It was like this two day ever so often because we have an extremely pilled um, like AZGOP. Uh, they just decide that like we're gonna take over an official building in the capital and like just let some weird people do some shit. Dinesh D'Souza, you want to bring your fucking uh two thousand meals people here? You know the Catherine Inglebright lady. Sure, whatever. They can have a hearing. <laughs> you know, uh, you want to waste our time for eight months on a cyber ninjas audit? Sure, get, go fucking crazy. Uh, so this one was two days um it was like a joint hearing at the capitol um with like a bunch of just doctors doctors um uh from like the covid era who were big into like the ivermectin shit and like the the the, the, the america first doctors um... yeah it's like the dirty dozen a lot of the it was a couple of the the disinformation dozen uh, people. Yeah. yeah, the 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 demon the demon jizz lady. Uh, she was not there. But that Peter Mc 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 something. I don't know how to say his name. Mcola, Mcolaf. I I'll take your word for it. Your your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Uh, he's like a. 
you know, he was big into the like, you know, take ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine shit during uh, COVID. But also I was looking a bit more into him and like he's obviously, obviously a vaccines cause autism guy. But also, did you know that autism causes transgenderism? Oh, of course it does. Oh, my God. How could it fucking not? Oh, yeah. boy. Just these people. What What a bunch of clown. I know, because it's like when you listen to his, like, kind of eliminationist, like, rhetoric when it comes to trans people, it's like, well, you also think that autistic people are causing trans people. So what are you saying also here? You know, this feels a little bit extra genocide But what do I know? <laughs> I like that Republicans can be extra genocide now. That's... Yeah, it's like, who are you? What, like, levels of genocide are you, you know? Okay, uh, so we have buried the lead here. We did not talk about the acronym for this conference. Oh, yeah. So anyway, it was, so this was the event. It was like a bunch of just doctors you don't need to care about because they're grifters. But the lady that put it together was, her name's Janae Champ. She's recently elected. And she named the event like it's the acronym <laughs> she called it the novel coronavirus southwestern intergovernmental committee intergovernmental committee right so, so that way that the acronym if you break up southwestern comes right. out to ncswic which is like, QAnon lexicon for nothing can stop what is coming yeah they tried to play like, oh, what, what do you mean that we did that? You know, um, like it's just an innocent little acronym, even though they kept like the event was just that acronym at the top, you know, of the posters and everything. That's what drew my attention. I was actually the one that caught it. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then like it kind of, you know, a bunch of a few actual reporters went after it. And then she kind of got into it on the Janae Champ got into it on the timeline with like one of the reporters. She's like, "What? It, it's just an innocent acronym, you know." She used that excuse that you said is actually like a has Lauren QAnon. Yes, because uh, because what happened was after the election, after uh, Trump lost, Q tried to pretend that he had always been talking about this governmental agency, so. In in Q drop uh, four thousand four nine five one Q was like shall we play a game and then he was nothing can stop what is coming and if you click on that because he he highlighted all the letters and it uh, there's actually a thing called the National Council of Statewide Inter uh, uh, Interoperability Interoperability I don't know that word but again I'm not a smart boy uh coordinators and um this is about uh this is a part of um the cybersecurity and infrastructure security security agency and it's america's america's cyber defense agency so this is about um fighting against uh and this was q claiming that they were using uh, this kind of technology to fight the election fraud that had stolen the 2020 election from trump 
so there's nothing that these doctors could have been doing that had anything to do about cybersecurity because they're not talking about that. They're supposed to be talking about the novel coronavirus, which nobody's called that that since 2020. It's just COVID-19. Or if you want to be like a fucking pedantic nerd, it's like SARS-CoV-2. I mean, it's novel coronavirus. And again, as Haley brought up, you have to you have to turn Southwest into SW in order to get that. Yeah, they had to purposefully make the acronym. Like they had to go out of their way. Also, it's just like, what the fuck is this fucking what does this even mean? This doesn't mean anything. You're just making up words. Right. The thing is, (laughs) like you you put N C S W I C on the bill because you know it's a dog whistle for QAnon, and they don't even care how you're going to fucking translate it. They just see those letters and they know what they're doing. This would be like I, I mentioned this to some people when I saw this, but this would be like a light beer, the, the or like right beer or whatever you want to call your anti Bud Light uh, competitor that you've created. It would be like them selling beer for a 12 pack of beer for $14 and 88 cents. And then acting all gobsmacked when you brought up the fact that, yo dude, that's a Nazi. That's a Nazi dog whistle. What are you doing? I don't know what you're talking about. I just want to sell a good beer at under 15 bucks, a 12 pack. That's all I'm doing. I'm America. It's like, no, no, you're not. You, you know exactly what you're doing and no one should give you the benefit of the doubt for the shit you're pulling. Because you put that on the front of the bill so that people would see it. They'd be like, oh, shit, they're talking to us. The man on the TV is talking to me, which is what you're doing. Yeah, because I asked I asked if it was busy because it's like, who the fuck would go to this boring two-day, literally all-day shit? And a reporter that was in the room said that it was packed. Yep. Because it's all QAnon people got nothing yep. better to do, and they want to they want to listen to these people uh, say shit to them that they want to hear. So, also, more. Oh, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just more on Janae Champ. Um, she's new. She's she's um, interesting lady. She she wears this huge cowboy hat. <laughs> it's just like it's like some of these people are in like a competition where who could wear the biggest cowboy hat. But she was part of that. Remember when there was like um, people harassing uh, that butterfly sanctuary at the border because yep. they, yeah, she was part of that group. Oh, of course she was. Uh, like she was in that group of people. And then, so it's like, okay, there was a lot of back and forth. Like, is this a dog whistle or isn't it this week? Especially because they denied it and they try to make it be like oh you guys are crazy you're the guys are the ones seeing q and on stuff and then uh people went through her facebook and it's littered with q and on stuff and like michael flynn stuff and like yeah nothing can stop what is coming actually the hashtag my theory is that like they couldn't come up with a hashtag for the where we go the wwg you know one wga too hard it's too difficult too many w's W's and there's a one it's like what do we do with that (laughs) so uh you had told me i haven't done it yet but you've told me that apparently they're going to do an airing of rich man's trick sometime soon yeah do you want to talk about that or do you want to wait 
Oh, I want to talk about it because I hate Rich Man's Trick. And the moment you bring it up to me, I, I want to just talk shit about it. Okay, yeah, this is funny. So this isn't, this is like kind of a local group. They're called Patriots of Arizona. It's run by this lady named Bonnie Epstein. She runs like another local group called Women for Arizona. They just do like, they help out with like the Carrie Lake stuff or like, you know official political stuff it's kind of grassroots but they help out with the bigger people here she's super involved just constantly doing stuff and yeah they're always hosting politicians like actual azgop members anyways they're having a movie night <laughs> let's see how much are they charging for this shit damn 15 bucks that's not bad you get a light meal it says but oh, yeah get in there uh, but anyway, they are having a movie night of, of JFK to 9-11, Everything is a Rich Man's Trick, which I do. I've not seen this movie, but you just brought it up to me because I've been asking you about JFK stuff because we're going to go, you know, we're going to go to Dallas. And um, you mentioned this movie. And when I saw it in my inbox, I was like, oh, shit, I'm sending this to Mike. So uh, you, it, the, the floor is now yours. Okay, so Rich Man's Trick is one of the dumb conspiracy theory movies about the JFK assassination. It's not the dumbest, because that's Mortal Error, which gets me incredibly <laughs> angry. Um, so, quick aside, Mortal Error is the idea that the Secret Service accidentally shot JFK, then covered it up. Which okay, I've heard that I, one before, I, yeah. I cannot tell you how dumb and not tethered in reality that is. And, <laughs> and the problem is, is that that... that conspiracy is the new hotness i have people arguing with me about it a bunch on the internet and i just can't i i, I can't even it's basically i can't even kind of think Rich okay Man's yeah one question because it's like the no. the poster is just a photo of auschwitz it's like what's going on here that that i don't remember oh, oh I, really I, but, I, but i'm sure <laughs> just being I'm weird sure, yeah <laughs> Because Rich Man's trick is mostly just about the fact that uh, that George H that George H W Bush Pappy Bush killed Kennedy, <laughs> okay. but it the thing about the thing about this movie that made it maybe just fall to the ground laughing and all of these movies they lie to you about what's going on, but they can't lie to you at the start of the movie because they know that they have no case. So they have to build to their case over the course of time and they have to make you hate the villain of the movie so that by the time you get to the big payoff, you're, you're properly primed. You've, the, they, they've set you up to believe what they want you to believe. It's, it's basically like how out of shadows, it's a 90 minute movie and they only get into Pizzagate at like the 60 minute mark. <laughs> it is like they spend an hour talking shit about MK ultra and operation paperclip and all this other stuff. And then out of nowhere, they're like, here's Liz Crokin to talk about a pizza joint that doesn't have a basement that was killing kids in the basement for their adrenochrome. And rich man's trick does the same thing where basically Kennedy's limo takes the turn on the Elm street and he's about to be killed. And you're like, okay, now we're going to find out your theory on how the shots were fired. We're going to figure out, we're going to go through this Zapruder film. We're going to get some evidence. And they're like, now before we show you JFK getting murdered, it's time to talk about what a piece of shit George H.W. Bush is for the next 45 minutes. It's like, why? No, no. You <laughs> just 
show me the fucking video and start pointing out reactions to gunshots, this, that, the other thing. Give me, I don't need to hear about what a piece of shit George H.W. Bush is. That, that doesn't have anything to do with Kennedy getting killed. And then when they finally get back to Daily Plaza, after we've had our long spiel about how George H.W. Bush is a shy piece of shit, I want to make this really clear that one of the big problems for conspiracy theorists when it comes to the Kennedy assassination is that we had a ton of eyewitnesses. There was a lot of people that watched the president get murdered and they talked about it. And the thing is, uh, most people heard three shots. Some people heard four. An incredible minority of people heard five. But you're basically at the ninety percent of people were four shots is the cap. That's the highest they're willing to go. There were a couple people who may have heard a little more, but they're the minor. They're the vast minority. Rich man's trick puts the number of gunshots fired at Kennedy anywhere between ten and sixteen. <laughs> and I say that because they literally go over ten shots over the course of the Zapruder film, Nuked and his then. Head. <laughs> and yeah, the, oh, just just yeah, he was hit in the head from seven different angles. Oh my god, uh, that's why his head exploded that way because he was it was he had more bullets than brains at that point. <laughs> and, and then, as a throwaway line, they mentioned the number sixteen after they go through the ten shots they randomly put up, and now there was sixteen shots that killed him. And you're just like, wait a minute, you said ten like five minutes ago. Make up your fucking mind. That's a lot more shots. But even 10 is excessive. Even 10 is an impossibility. And the other thing about it that makes it so funny is that the movie goes over this whole thing where they're like, and then George H.W. Bush hired the greatest killers in the world to make sure that that JFK wouldn't make it out of Dallas alive. And they just like talk about this rogue gallery of the world's greatest marksmen being armed with the world's greatest rifles. And you have the president's limo crawling down Elm street at 11 miles an hour. And these fucking guys needed 10 shots to hit him in the fucking head. That's one of the things that's like so funny to me in, in, in the movie JFK, in all of these conspiracy theories, they're like a triangulation, a crossfire. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, the president is in a, an unbelievably slow-moving limo, and he's fucking stationary. You hire one world-class marksman, give him one world-class gun, he lines up JFK and pulls the trigger, and it's over. Like, I know that back in the time of JFK, the movie, and stuff like that, we didn't have, like, uh, we didn't have, like, the Shadow Recon Tom Clancy uh, video games. We didn't have all that kind of shit, but in the 2000s and so on and so forth, we had that uh, sniper ethos of one shot, one kill. We had this whole world of like the guys with like the, the, the crazy suits that make them look like a bush, like creeping around and then stealthily like popping off one shot and then retreating back into the shadows undetected. We we're not talking about triangulation crossfire and multiple teams like raining down bullets because that would be a really dumb, shitty way to try to assassinate someone because you leave a massive trail of evidence when you are spraying bullets all willy-nilly all over the place. And my favorite part about this is it took 10 shots to kill Kennedy and they still had to stop the limo to kill him. So after the ninth bullet, the Secret Service agent driving the car is like, fuck it. 11 miles an hour is too fast for these fucking idiots. Hits the brake, 
pins Kennedy <laughs> completely in place, frozen, immobile, totally now. And finally, the assassin who's looking at him was like, oh, thank God the limo stopped. <laughs> it was so hard for me to train my sight on that guy going 11 miles an hour. Now I can finally line him up and drop him. And then he finally kills him on the 10th shot. It's just like, so are they the world's greatest assassins or are they the fucking Keystone cops? Make up your fucking mind. And then they do this whole thing about how the body got stolen off of Air Force One, which, no, it couldn't have been. Um, <laughs> Jackie was by the coffin the entire time, except for the brief moment when Lyndon Johnson was getting sworn in and other people were, were watching the coffin when she walked away. And even if, even if the coffin was unattended for X number of minutes, how did these body snatchers get onto Air Force One uh, rip the coffin open, get the body out. And by the way, uh, Kennedy's head was oozing blood the whole time. They got this really nice coffin for him at Dallas, and then they put him in it. And when they got him back to Washington, the interior lining of the coffin had been ruined because his wounds had just oozed everywhere. And they had to throw that coffin out and get a new one for him. And so... If these body snatchers had gotten away with his body, there would have been like a blood trail all over the all over the floor of Air Force One and probably all over the casket as well. And people were like, wait a minute, did a team of ninjas just steal the president's body? Was that a thing that just happened? It's it's nonsense. Like you get into this the conspiracy there's this thing I like to call conspiracy theory accelerationism where the conspiracy theory can never stop at a certain point. Like the, a, a shot from the grassy knoll, that's where it starts. We had four shots, three from the back, one from the grassy knoll. That was the headshot. But then it becomes five shots. Then it becomes six shots. Then it becomes they stole his body. Then it becomes when J.D. Tippett got killed, they killed J.D. Tippett so they could get a uh, fake body to replace Kennedy's body with. That's why they killed that cop when later in the day. And you just keep building and building and building until you are no longer anywhere near reality. Um, it, uh, the 9-11, uh, Stephanie, when we were doing our 9-11 uh, podcast stuff, she's a no plane truther. Like, that's that's where you get to. You get to this point where there weren't even planes on 9-11. And you just can't help it. Because once you've bought into one level of the conspiracy, the next layer is right there. You can just, you can just take the step, 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 on and on and on. So... Yeah, Rich Man's trick is incredibly stupid. It is a wonderfully dumb and bad film. I mean, it talks a lot of shit about George H.W. Bush. Which, I mean, it's three and a half hours long. Oh, it is. It is. It is. It is a slog. The poster says it's well worth every minute. No, <laughs> it is not. It is not. Because, again, movies like this they know they have nothing so they got to build if if, if you're going to give me a conspiracy about kennedy just fucking like let's start start from the start start from him getting shot and then explain to me what happened afterwards don't condition me for like nearly an hour before now okay now we're in daily plaza and now we're going to have 10 gunshots and a limo stop all involved cuz none of that is even remotely real as i said previously the overwhelming majority, like four shots is the cap for the overwhelming majority of people who were there. Five, a couple of people heard. That's it. 
10? Where are you getting 10 from? <laughs> How did people miss it? Were, were silencers being involved? Oh my God. It's just so dumb. It's just, it's just get, making a conspiracy theory where you just give up on reality. You just are saying to the audience, look, this has no basis in reality, but it's fun. So we're doing it. Like if you want to do the grassy knoll and a shot from the front, that's a conspiracy theory. Once you get the above six shots, you're LARPing. You're just fucking LARPing <laughs> at that point. You don't have anything to do with reality at that point. You're just you're just making up an alternate reality of uh, they were playing whack-a-mole of the Kennedy limo and they just fucking couldn't hit Kennedy for some reason. Yeah. All so, right. Well, yep. That's yeah, the that's good, yeah, that's good movie. <laughs> oh, I, I hope Fifteen dollars. You get a light meal option. I, I hope everyone attends. I hope everyone attends and gives and gives me their review. I want. Yeah. Uh, you you need to go. You need to go and see Rich Man's Trick. It's great. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna learn a lot of shit about how George H. W. Bush is really bad. And, yeah, and, I'll and watch it. I should watch it. It's, I should watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. I found a link for free, so I'll watch it. <laughs> sweet sweet cup and cakes. Anyways, so, that was yep. fun. Yes. So I think we've mined all the ore that is Arizona for this week. So. Um, if you want to help out Haley, uh, where's your Patreon? How can people give you cold, hard cash? Um, you can like sub to me on um, my sub stack. You know, I have a paid option, but you don't have to because I put everything out for free. Um, I also do have a Patreon. There's nothing on there, though. It's literally just like, hey, give me money. Um, but sometimes I put pictures of my cat on there. I'm trying to I'm going to try to be more diligent about posting on the Patreon. I do have Blue Sky. I posted on it for a bit, but it feels kind of like maybe not. It's not taking off as much, but you can still follow me on there because I will post on there still because there are some people on there that can only be on Blue Sky now. So um, what else? Uh, I am on Twitter. It sucks, though. I, w I do post on there, but fuck Twitter, you know. Um, That's it. That's how you find me. Yep. And uh, me, give me money. I'm a sad boy that needs currency to, to nourish and replenish myself. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. Uh, if me and Haley are unworthy of your money, and Lord knows that is a thing you may believe, uh, please give to one for, love148.org. They are an anti-human trafficking organization that does that kind of good work. Uh, also, I don't know, throw some money to some Democrats or help out Ukraine. It's your money. Do whatever you want with it. Don't don't listen to me. Uh, the maker of our cool new snazzy intro for the show is Frosty VO, who can be found there on Twitter. Uh, of you. course, DJ Minimal Effort is our, our, is our intro music, and he'll never have social media because that dude is weird, and that's all you need to know about him. <laughs> so uh, for the newest and most successful episode ever of watching The Right Wing in Arizona with Arizona Right Wing Watch, I am Mike Ryan. Whoa. Just absolutely fell down, like Joe, fell down like Joe Biden. <laughs> fell down like Donald Trump shambling down a slight incline. What's Mike Rand's? Uh, it's Mike Reigns. He's not very good at talking. He's bad at words. <laughs> He's joined by Haley. She's better at words than he is. <laughs> we'll see you all later. Good speed, patriots.